Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for joining us. We have a big week ahead of us. Congress is finally back to work, or maybe I should just say they're back. And they're supposed to be preparing the way to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress and to refer the president's son to the Justice Department for criminal prosecution. You know, America's at a crossroads when even some Marxist Dems are beginning to realize the vast damage their Democrat Party has caused this country. Former Obama advisor David Axelrod on CNN saying what the Democrats are doing to President Trump in trying to keep him off the ballots in some states will, quote, rip the country apart, end quote. Here is Democrat Axelrod on the madness of the Marxists. All of this is is uh, strengthening uh, him in the Republican primary. We've run this experiment. Uh, you know, he's only gained since he started getting indicted. Uh, you know, what you thought might be kryptonite for him has turned out to be battery packs. And this is a big one uh, for him. Uh, presumably, the Supreme Court will deal with it uh, fairly quickly. And I expect that they will leave him on the ballot. And yes, uh, Brianna, I I I have very, very strong reservations about all of this. I do think it would rip the country apart if he were uh, actually prevented from running because tens of millions of people uh, want to vote for him. I think if you're going to beat Donald Trump, you're going to probably have to do it at the polls. And now the Supreme Court has taken up the issue of states removing President Trump from their ballots, whether it's legal, constitutional or not. And President Trump has also predicted that bad things, as he put it, will happen if the justices should bow to the Marxist Dems' intimidation. 
Personally, I can't imagine the court failing to take down any state's refusal to keep President Trump off the ballot. We'll know more soon, in early February, when the court rules on the issue. President Trump is dominating all the primary election polls, and the establishment Republicans' favorite candidate, that is, Nikki Haley, is almost 30 points behind Trump in Iowa. And that gap, in my opinion, will likely widen as she makes mistake after mistake, including the mistake of permitting voters to see just who and what she really is. A newly resurfaced video from 2015 that reveals why the rhinos and Uniparty really like her. She's all in for amnesty for illegal immigrants, all 10 million that would be, 10 million that Biden has brought into the country since stealing the election of 2020. Just listen to Haley tell us how we have to protect the illegals coming into the country. We are a country of immigrants. I am the proud daughter of Indian parents that reminded us every day how blessed we were to live in this country. They resent when people come here illegally. But let's keep in mind, these people that are wanting to come here, they want to come for a better life, too. They have kids, too. They have a heart, too. They, so we don't need to be disrespectful. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. They're families that want a better life, and they're desperate to get here. I guess that's exactly what we should expect from a globalist like Haley. The latest polling has her down almost 30 points to President Trump in her own home state of South Carolina. It's not looking good for her, and it won't get looking any better, in my opinion. Our guest today is the great Roger Stone, political strategist, former advisor to President Trump, Reagan, and Nixon. Great to have you with us, Roger, and great to always to talk with you here. A lot going on. The establishment continues to try to push Nikki Haley. They had a misadventure early with Governor DeSantis. As we all know, it looks like they are right in the midst of another similar result. Uh, well, first of all, Lou, thank you for having me again, and Happy New Year. I'm always glad to be here uh, on The Great America Show. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. The the never-Trump wing of the Republican Party, uh, which still exists not so much at the voter level, uh, particularly the primary voter level, but exists at the leadership levels of the party, uh, are really flogging the candidacy of Nikki Haley. Uh, she has uh, taken in $70 million from special interests in just the last couple of weeks. Uh, she may or may not pass Governor DeSantis in Iowa. Uh, and if she does, here's my prediction. Headline, Haley beats DeSantis in Iowa in upset. Subhead, Trump comes in first as expected. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. I mean, even if Nikki Haley does manage to get by uh, Governor Ron DeSantis for second place, it'll be a distant second. I mean, it could be a gap of as many as 30 points. Uh, nobody's ever won the Iowa caucuses by more than 20. Uh, Trump in 2016 uh, had a very ragtag, pasted together uh, operation on the ground. But he was a phenomena. Uh, he came in a very strong second, considering that he really wasn't organized. Uh, caucuses are different than primaries. Primary, you walk in, you vote, you leave. At least that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, a caucus is a meeting that you have to show up and stick around for a while. 
Right. A very cold night, January 15th. You could be there 45 minutes to cast your vote. If there's a lot of people, you're going to be there longer to cast your vote. So in this case, having a structure, having a well-oiled machine to turn out your supporters uh, is crucial. So it's just kind of two steps. One, you have to you have to reach and identify enough supporters to win. Trump has done that in spades. I think he's sitting on a data bank of 90,000, close to 100,000 people who have affirmed recently that they will, without any question, vote for Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, I have a high regard uh, for Chris LaCivita, who's his co-campaign manager. Mm -hmm. He's probably a great strategist. He's also a great technician, a great political mechanic. Uh, he knows what he's doing. I think the Trump campaign is superbly well organized. Uh, Ron DeSantis has spent tens of millions of dollars, remains to be seen yet, whether he's reached a, a, enough people. Is there a pool large enough to even bring him in second? And of course, Nikki Haley's depending on broadcast television, wall-to-wall -wall cable news advertising, digital advertising. Uh, she has no structure uh, on the ground uh, that I can see. So um, the real contest for the media will be not for not a huge victory by President Trump, because I do think he's going to win. Winning is defined as coming in first, by the way, uh, but who comes in second uh, and how that impacts New Hampshire. Yeah, that that's quite a rundown. And uh, and I think that everybody is benefiting from your analysis of it and, and the and the layout. How important uh, is it, in your opinion, uh, now, because of the of the caucuses, how important is New Hampshire? Uh, we're, we're sitting here getting very close to that as well. I think it's uh, very important, uh, as it was uh, in 1980, for example, when George Bush won the caucuses but lost the New Hampshire primary, or, or in 2016 when Ted Cruz very narrowly won the Iowa caucuses, perhaps as the result of a dirty trick because somebody put out a blast text message to every registered Republican primary voter telling them that Dr. Ben Carson had dropped out of the race when Ben Carson, in fact, had not dropped out of the race. Right. No one ever learned who actually was responsible for that act of chicanery. Uh, but New Hampshire is going to be important. It's a little different uh, in that independents can vote in the Republican primary. Uh, and there is no Democratic primary uh, because they wouldn't let Robert Kennedy Jr. compete there. He, as you know, bolted the party uh, to uh, perhaps draw independence. Now, how many independents uh, are going to cross over into the Republican Party to vote for Nikki Haley? That remains to be seen. But if, as I expect, DeSantis falls short uh, in Iowa, it doesn't win Iowa. Win is defined as coming in first. It's interesting, as his candidacy collapses, whatever votes he does have, Trump gets eight out of 10 of them. Uh, so his actually losing Iowa, folding his tent before New Hampshire, would be beneficial for Trump, although most of his votes would leave whether he's still competing or not. Uh, and uh, Nikki Haley would be in her interest if Chris Christie would drop out it's only 3% of the vote, but those votes, I can tell you, more likely to go to Haley. Uh, I don't think that's likely to happen either. So I think Trump will win both contests. Then I think he will roll through South Carolina. If he dispatches Nikki Haley in her home state, which he most definitely can do, 
but then I think it's the end of the line for her. We're talking with Roger Stone. We're going to talk some more. And if we may, Roger, I'd like to talk a little more about New Hampshire because there's some fascinating uh, issues there. And uh, we've got it coming at us uh, very quickly as uh, 2024 is underway. Roger Stone will be right back. Stay with us. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Roger Stone. And Roger, you were uh, analyzing uh, New Hampshire. Uh, My interest in New Hampshire has been heightened because I watch uh, Sununu, Governor Sununu, uh, hawking Nikki Haley every day and every way. Uh, a straightforward push by the establishment. I don't know how much it's costing uh, the the donors uh, to have Sununu being a 24-7 uh, cheerleader for Nikki Haley. I, I've never seen a governor go quite to the extent he has in attacking an opponent, uh, in this case, uh, President Trump, and ballyhooing uh, what to me is obviously a, second, a second-rate uh, candidate. Well, I must tell you, I had a bad experience with uh, Governor Chris Sununu's father, John Sununu. He was also governor of New Hampshire. Uh, I was working at that point for Congressman Jack Kemp, but Mm -hmm. I also had served on the Senate staff of Senator Bob Dole, with whom I was also still quite friendly. Uh, John Sununu lied to both Bob Dole and Jack Kemp for almost 12 months, insisting that he had no antecedent commitment to Vice President George Bush, when in fact he did. So uh, I think that this uh, kind of political uh, chicanery runs in the family. I'm not much of a fan of Chris Sununu. I think he I think he is his effort. uh, First of all, he's a never Trumper. But secondarily, I think uh, his major effort is to pull independence into the into the primary Uh, endorsements. Generally speaking, in my 45 years of experience in American politics, with one exception, endorsements don't mean that much unless it's Donald Trump doing the endorsing. This is a phenomenon I've never seen before. I mean, support is not transferable. People don't say, well, I'm for Smith because Jones is supporting them. They say, I'm for Smith because I like Smith. Uh, The one exception to that rule is Donald Trump. We saw it in Florida in 2018, when he lifted an obscure and unknown congressman named Ron DeSantis out of obscurity, catapulted him to the Republican nomination for governor of Florida, uh, then changed his own schedule to return to Florida three times in the last two weeks 
of the 2018 campaign to literally drag DeSantis over the finish line. Also dragged in Senator Rick Scott. They lost by, they won by razor thin margins. Uh, yeah. Trump, the Trump endorsement, I've seen it in poll after poll after poll. I've seen it in real time. Wax a wallop, a real wallop. I don't think the Governor Sununu can deliver victory uh, over Donald Trump for uh, Nikki Haley. And then her missteps, uh, Lou, have been extraordinary. Uh, no, the Civil War was about slavery. Uh, what part of this do you not understand? Uh, in, in, in New Hampshire, of all places. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, it, and, and to think that uh, someone said the other day that uh, Nikki Haley is exactly who she appears to be uh, each time she's before a different audience. Uh, she conforms to them. Uh, absolutely. Uh, now, as, as we look at the president's numbers, uh, he's just dominating. Have you ever seen this level of domination uh, for for a man who you know, I, I mean, we know he's the strongest and best candidate, but this there's something going on here. The power of these numbers is extraordinary. Uh, well, yes. Uh, let me address it. First, let me say this about Nikki Haley. I really honestly believe that the main reason that President Trump appointed Nikki Haley to the U.N. was uh, so that the lieutenant governor, Henry McMaster, could become governor because okay. Henry McMaster is not only a good man who I've known back to the Reagan days, but a very solid early uh, Trump supporter, which okay. of course Nikki Haley was not. Uh, in fact, when the Republican leadership chose a spokesperson to answer Donald Trump early in the campaign, they put Nikki Haley on the air. So uh, I remember Trump specifically saying, I'd like to give Nikki Haley a job. I want to send her someplace where she can do the least damage. Where can we send her where nothing whatsoever really happens? I said, how about the UN? That would be perfect. So maybe it's my fault. I don't know. Uh, I've never, uh, look, I've studied a lot of polling, Lou. I try to be dispassionate. I'm, uh, like you, I'm a Trump supporter, but I'm also a realist. Uh, and I, I can spot a trend or an uptick or an anomaly in the polling. It's not just that Trump continues to gain. It's the level of intensity of his support, meaning uh, his voters are rock solid, meaning almost nine out of ten, eight and a half out of ten will tell you, I'm not changing my mind. I'm definitely voting for Trump. There's nobody else I would vote for. Uh, these same people, I really believe in a general election, if Trump were not the nominee, uh, they would not vote Republican, uh, particularly since many of them do see the DeSantis candidacy as an act of treachery, given Trump's role in catapulting the career uh, of DeSantis to the governorship. So those who try to tell me that you know, Trump can't win. Uh, I would argue that he's the only Republican that can win. Uh, there's a subset of voters out there. Uh, they're in Milwaukee. Uh, they're in Detroit. Uh, they're they're in uh, 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 Atlanta. Uh, they're most definitely uh, uh, in Arizona. They're not Republicans. They're Trump supporters. Uh, that's why, uh, for example, Trump wins Michigan uh, and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania uh, when Mitt Romney does not. Uh, and uh, we used to call them Reagan Democrats. Before that, we called them Nixon Democrats. Uh, they're not comfortable in the country club uh, Republican Party, uh, but only Trump can reach those voters. When you add those people to his party base, he, he's, he's stronger than he's been 
uh, in 2016. He's stronger than he was in 2020. Uh, his political strength uh, at this moment uh, has never been matched. And then I must tell you, I was with him uh, New Year's Eve, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, he looks great. I mean, he's lost a little weight. Uh, he's in, he's really in fighting trim. His mood is extraordinary for a man carrying around the burdens, a man they're trying to lock up for 600 years, a man who's very successful presidential campaign they are intent in interfering in. Uh, he remains uh, resolute. He remains uh, determined. Uh, above all, he remains extraordinarily confident of victory. He was he was in a great mood uh, on New Year's Eve. Well, as he should be, and as uh, the country uh, is grateful uh, for that, uh, he's as you as you alluded. Uh, no one has ever taken this kind of uh, incoming uh, as he has. I mean, the man's strength is extraordinary. Uh, we're with the extraordinary Roger Stone, and we're coming right back in just one moment. We'll find out about an expanding uh, map for the Trump candidacy, and we'll also be talking about a unique plan uh, to deal with the illegal immigrant crisis in this country. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Roger Stone, and Roger's just laid out uh, the the, uh, the president's uh, effective effective appeal to voters across the country. I, and I really, uh, I think you've said it just correctly. Uh, these are, without question, uh, Trump Republicans. And unfortunately, many of the rhino Republicans don't quite understand the party to which they belong is led by Donald Trump. President Trump now planning, uh, I was shocked to hear today, a, an expanded map uh, looking to to blue states like New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Minnesota, uh, New Mexico. These are these are uh, unusual uh, states for any Republican and for this um, this America first icon who is uh, right now the likely president uh, on uh, Election Day 2024. I, I'm I'm amazed by this, Roger. Well, uh, Lou, I'd have to tell you, it's all data-based. So, I mean, obviously, Donald Trump would love to carry his native state of New York. Uh, realistically, in the last two elections, there was no polling that showed that it was within his grasp. And therefore, to spend time and resources there, instead of spending it in a swing state like, say, Pennsylvania or Michigan or Wisconsin, uh, would not have been a good use of resources or time. Now, my one of my concerns, of course, is that the tsunami of lawfare 
that is being waged against Donald Trump is designed to relegate him to a courtroom where in a criminal case he must be present if there's a court proceeding uh, when he should be out campaigning in swing states or in target states. Uh, I think it becomes less likely, but not still not out of the question that there may be a trial before the 2024 election. I think that's actually the idea. When CNN and the New York Times both report that Jack Smith is politically motivated uh, in his efforts to get the Supreme Court to expedite the proceedings so he can have a trial, uh, that's saying an enormous amount. But uh, if you study the polling, and I do, uh, and you never look at any one poll, uh, you go look at a series of polls taken within the same time period with a, a comparable sized sample, uh, neutrally worded questions, the proper order of the questions so there's no order bias, and they all show the same thing, uh, then it's a pretty good bet that you've spotted a trend. And the trend we have seen uh, is that Donald Trump is making inroads into normally habitually and traditionally Democratic voter groups, such as African-Americans uh, and Hispanic Americans and younger voters. That is reflected in the state polling uh, in New York, New Jersey, Virginia, uh, New Mexico, and Minnesota. Uh, now that could change, but as of this moment, all of them are at least theoretically within his grasp. Uh, now, in the end, I still think that the presidency will come down to uh, uh, Arizona, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, uh, and Michigan. Uh, and it'll actually come down to a handful of counties within those states. Uh, and as you know, politics uh, can change in a lifetime, uh, a week in a lifetime, can be a lifetime. But as of today, uh, I think he could justify, based on the data, uh, a, an expansion of the electoral map. Well, it's going to be uh, exciting to watch, and this is going to be some year, uh, as you well know. I think everybody in this country knows it's going to be uh, quite a quite a year uh, politically and perhaps in all sorts of other ways as well. Uh, President Trump making an important uh, announcement in an op-ed. Uh, he is going to deal straight up, straightforwardly with the illegal uh, immigration crisis that President uh, Biden has created. Uh, using a 200-plus-year uh, law that FDR used to remove thousands of Japanese and Germans during the Second War. Uh, and he vows to cancel every single Biden policy that has contributed to what has been, a, as he put it, a catastrophe of historic proportions. And I don't see any hyperbole at all in that statement about a catastrophe of historic proportions. Uh, your thoughts on, on his plan? Well, first of all, President Dwight Eisenhower used the exact same law to justify the deportation of 1.3 million illegals during his presidency. So it can be done. Uh, you, you see this phenomena in, in our cities and in our states and in our counties where the requirement to provide social services uh, for illegal migrants, in many cases uh, over the needs of American citizens, uh, is bursting the budgets, uh, bankrupting the cities and the counties. The, the uh, mayor of Chicago, he's a real piece of work anyway, uh, he came out the other day and said, uh, this is just not sustainable. Uh, we're going to be broke almost immediately. The answer, he said, is to give these people citizenship. Well, I don't see how that's the answer. 
that's the answer for you because you'd like them to be able to vote, perhaps. But yeah. that is not the answer. Uh, when when Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, met with the president of Mexico a week ago to discuss the crisis on our border, uh, they didn't have much to say in their joint statement other than hinting that maybe the answer is to give all these illegals citizenship. So don't blame me if I see a political agenda here, because I do. Why would Secretary Mayorkas continue to insist that the border is secure when Carrie Lake tells me that there's 318 gates on the Arizona-Mexico border that are welded open, allegedly, so some uh, rare species of antelope uh, can roam back and forth. Uh, it's an invasion. It's purposeful. Uh, it is bringing us a, a, a fentanyl epidemic, a crime epidemic, uh, an economic ruin where even mayors like New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who, while running for mayor, said he was proud that New York City was a sanctuary city, but now says, folks, it's going to break us. We're on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, he is trying to stop Texas Governor Greg Abbott from busing or flying uh, illegals from Texas to New York. Uh, but I think the governor has every right to do that. Why should Texas absorb uh, all these people? Yeah. And his answer has been powerful. Almost 100,000 uh, illegal immigrants shipped uh, to various cities and uh, and states. And one other development, Roger, and that is a, a, a absolute uh, statement of solidarity. The entire House Republican leadership agreeing on one thing, uh, that President Trump should be president uh, in 2025. Uh, I take that as a remarkable endorsement. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, I, I think it is a, a recognition uh, that at the grassroots of the Republican Party, this is no longer the country club party of the Bushes. This is now the America First Party of working Americans, uh, as exemplified by Donald Trump. He is the only candidate who can bring the Republicans victory uh, next fall. Uh, I think it's a recognition of that fact. Uh, some of those folks who've endorsed him. We know, Lou, they don't particularly like him. They don't particularly like his policies, but they are they are facing reality. And reality is coming at us fast here in 2024. Uh, as many have said, uh, I think this election is existential for the republic. And uh, very, it's very, it's critical that President Trump win it. Roger Stone, thanks so much for being with us. Always enjoy our conversations and, uh, and my tutorial. I appreciate it, Professor. Thanks so much for being with us. Roger great, Stone. Great to be with you, Lou. God bless you and Happy New Year. Thanks, Roger Stone, and thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Join us tomorrow for The Great America Show. Our guest is former CIA analyst Dr. John Gentry on the CIA and its runaway abuse of power and influence in our national politics. And please join us for that and much more. Join us each and every day for The Great America Show. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And join me every night, Monday through Friday, for Lou Dobbs Tonight on Lindell TV and frankspeech.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? 
Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.